Yo, this is Crypto Cali, this is Crypto Cali Nights. Yes, I'm back. Very long time, I apologize. You know, I tried to put out these things once a week just to give you good clear cut info, but life happens and I had to handle some other stuff. Just like you know, the Instagram page never stops, but I did have to hold off on the podcast. But guess what? I'm back now. Sorry for leave you hanging, but it's November 7th, 2018. And we had a October, pretty much I only talked to you one time during October, but we had a month full of events. And like I like to do at the beginning of every month, usually within the first week, I like to go over 30, 25 to 30 different things that happened throughout last month that you might've seen and overlooked or might not even heard of or didn't pay much attention to. Um, news clips, news events that to me uh, set precedent for the next stage in crypto evolution so what i'm going to do is give you these quick clips in about 20 minutes just to gloss over what we went through in october i hope your october was great i hope you guys you know had had a, a substantial amount of uh, growth mentally physically spiritually anything that you're into i hope you did well and ex exceeded and succeeded um me personally i was able to handle some personal life things and and family events got that all squared away ready for holidays you know and out here in america it's november so we're heading into no thanksgiving we're heading into christmas in december so you know it gets busy around that time but crypto never stops never sleeps this is 24 7 365 all right so we're gonna get into it so first news clip ethereum shorts so Ethereum shorts hit a record high following the news that Ethereum planned a Constantinople hard fork and is being delayed until 2019. So Ethereum's next hard fork dubbed Constantinople will be postponed until early 2019, developers confirmed recently. And that was earlier in October. So Ethereum did see a lot of growth in uh, October and compared to the last couple months. But, but right after that, we had news that the Ethereum um, Alliance has delayed the hard fork that was due pretty soon. Didn't really tank Ethereum's price, but put a delay on that hard fork, put a delay on some gains and some uh, substantial network improvements. So big for Ethereum, but we'll see what happens next year. Monero XMR, the transaction fees dropped to two cents following the Bulletproof's scalability. So Monero came out with a scalability um, solution, which was called Bulletproofs. Won't get into it, but look it up. If you're into XMR or Monero, more than likely you heard about this, but if you have ever transferred Monero from a hard wallet or to any type of other exchange, then you know about the Monero transaction fees and these fees have went down to two cents. So a lot of people in the Monero family or in the Monero community were real excited about this. Um, this was something that was in their roadmap. This was something that was talked about prior. So to see them actually hit the mark and um, take these fees down to two cents, um, a lot of people are happy about that. Me personally, I like Monero. I like its accessibility. I like the privacy aspect. I like the um, the scalability that they're putting within Monero. Monero is one of the first privacy coins, one of the most reputable and most respected privacy coins. And Monero's already accepted a lot of places, just like Bitcoin. So these transaction fees going down 
as crypto becomes more popular is a very good thing we don't know how low these transaction fees will end up but they're already going down so we can imagine they could go down later um, so that was big for Monero if you're into Monero check it out XMR USDT tether right a lot of people believe tether is fake they're printing fake money uh, months back there was an audit that was done by a private company that was hired by tether so people still think that the audit was fake and that they don't have any existing uh, backing behind their tether that they're printing but they burned 500 million USDT uh, which is over half of its supply um, two three weeks ago this kind of sent a little panic through the through the market it didn't tank or dump many prices but it did send a little red alert into people's mind to think okay what is tether doing next because the conspiracy is that tether was the main reason we did run from 3k to 20k and that tether was printing money out of thin air and that's what ramped the price up so fast but we won't ever know if that was the case um, so whenever tether makes a big move like burning 500 million of their supply which is literally over half their supply you got to kind of wait and see what's happening nothing big happened after that i want to say it even printed some more two weeks later but um, when it did happen earlier in the month people did get kind of cautious but that's how it is in crypto you don't ever know what's happening when it happens by the time it happens it's almost too late to act so got to be proactive not reactive in this market and you got to pay attention to these these uh these people that are doing these uh, undercover acts, as you could say. It's hard to verify, it's hard to confirm because of the wild, wild west in crypto. There's no regulation, there's no way to tell people to show proof, and there's no way to prove. And um, for sure, make sure you're safe. So when you're buying into these stable coins, I would just avoid tether. That's just my personal opinion. The merchant payment BitGo announced that they have a Ethereum backed stable coin. BitGo is uh, just similar to a lot of other Bitcoin payment, payment platforms. They allow you to use a debit card or a merchant processing platform to exchange Bitcoin for the local currency of your country, USD. You know, United States dollar would be mine, but BitGo or BitGo um, that says they have an Ethereum backed stablecoin now that can be um, sold off into as a merchant so some merchants weren't accepting bitcoin originally because of them having to sell it instantly and hoping that by the time they sell it the price didn't dip um, so it was a lot of concern with that but now bitgo has implemented a a uh, process to where you can buy into an ethereum backed stable coin to keep your value stable right and a lot of merchants want to want to keep their value stable obviously because if they're selling a product they don't want to lose money five minutes after they sold it so bitgo announced that and that's big stable coins are starting to make a lot more sense to people stable coins are becoming um, a standard almost within four or five months um, we, we have at least five or six solid stable coins that are in the environment so this is good i like it so the first time in over a year bitcoin was less volatile than the FANG stocks. That's Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, um, Google. Those, uh, those are your FANG stocks um, over a 10-day period. So Bitcoin had the less less volatility than the FANG stocks in a 10-month or 10-day period, 
which is a scale of how they gauge some stocks 10 days, you know. So this is the first time that it's happened in over a year. Don't know what that means as far as um, if we found a floor or if this is the next pump or what's, are we gonna dump after this? We don't know what this means, but we haven't seen this yet. So you can say from that, there has to be something next. There has to be something behind this. Um, this might tie more into uh, the, the ec economy of America um, and the dollar and then things, those things correlating and going down. Uh, maybe it's just perfect timing that Bitcoin has found a floor while stocks are dipping. Um, we'll see, only time will tell. But thought that was pretty cool that Bitcoin was seen as more stable than actual stock that's traded on New York Stock Exchange. Um, big deal. Yeah, and back to the stable coins. Um, I really like it, but Japan, uh, their financial services explains that it does not regulate stable coins as cryptocurrencies. So they are distinctly classifying stable coins as a means to offset uh, funds and create a stable environment for your funds and your money and your value. And cryptocurrencies is in its own environment, in its own category. So they've already distinctly um, segregated both of them to not be affiliated at, at any point as far as regulation or any laws that they have um, implemented, they won't affect each other. So there'll be a separate guideline for stable coins and there'll be a separate guideline for cryptocurrencies um, under their regulation in Japan. Um, Japan, Korea, United States, Russia, um, these countries are some of the front running countries when it comes in China, of course, of course, China can't forget about China, but these are some of the front running countries when it comes to regulation and how they seem how they see cryptocurrency in their economy how do they deem it is it legal number one um, what kind of regulation does it need um, is it feasible for the people is it feasible for the financial institutions and the government and how does it play effect with everybody involved um, so japan is in the country that a lot of other countries are looking at that but Japan is one of the countries that a lot of countries are looking at to confirm if the regulation will be um, capable to happen in our country and how much of their regulation will we take and, and, and use or will we just implement our own or will we take exactly carbon copy of what they've done? We don't know. This is the first time we've ever had to regulate these type of markets. So Japan, Korea, China, Russia, America, all these uh, powers will will show soon enough how they will regulate and, and how that will affect the in, the retail investor, the institutional investor, and um, the government and these private entities that will be using cryptocurrencies and stablecoins to you know facilitate their their actions in their government. Scam alert! So I'm um, I'm sure you heard about BitConnect. You know that dude. Uh, forget his name, like Matos or something. Bitcoin egg, right? That dude, this ain't about BitConnect, but another scam has popped up similar to BitConnect. Um, and this scam actually was about a, a coin that people actually have been talking about and um, it had some promise. But Oyster Pearl, ticker symbol PRL, the Oyster Protocol, the founder, uh, Bruno Block, he goes by, I'm pretty sure that's not his name, but the founder, Bruno Block, 
um, exit scams the project. He stole $300,000 and sold it on KuCoin. Um, somebody got a tip that they seen a wallet move uh, pretty much all the Oyster Pearl um, to KuCoin. The Bruno Block guy, the founder, which is believed to be the guy that did this because he was the only one in access of the um, ecosystem to do it. They believe he transferred um, over $300,000 worth of Oyster Pearl to KuCoin and then sold it into Bitcoin. After that, we don't know what happened. Maybe it went to Monero and then it's gone after that. But KuCoin was able to stop the rest of the transactions before uh, he was actually able to get $300,000. Um, but that's just showing you that even the most uh, talked about, I mean, Oyster Pearl wasn't a, a fully talked about crypto. It wasn't that trending it wasn't anything that big but um it was up there you know there's i've read about it i've um done some research on it i you know i i put it in um in consideration at, into my portfolio at some point so i could have been one of those people that were uh, scammed out of my money but I, I didn't buy any oyster pearl but it's just showing you that i'm sure something in there within the deep dive of info we would have found out there was something fishy about what was going on you don't always you're not always going to be able to catch something like that before it happens. But like a lot of scams, they tend to show you before they ever scam you. Uh, BitConnect was the most blatant, obvious scam, but there's been others. And obviously, Oyster Pearl was another one. Um, so whoever that Bruno Block guy is, you know, good luck with that 300,000. I mean, hopefully you donate it to the cancer research or something. I doubt you will. But, uh, you know, do something real with the money. You scammed a lot of people. Hopefully you pay for it somehow. But, you know, that's the wild west of crypto. I can't really um, be mad that this happened. There's a lot of ways to prevent this from happening. Um, but this is the given territory that we're in. And just be careful about the coins you're buying into and the hype around them. Uh, make sure you're fact checking and making sure that you're doing your diligence and not someone else's diligence as far as research to make sure that everything you're looking up is 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 concrete um you'll never know um until the day comes that someone scams you but um at least you can have more of a uh, uh understanding of what you're investing in and not just looking for gains you know that's why i stress to people they need to look into the tech look into something that they really like personally something they would use that way you're more interested in what you're investing in and then from there let's look at if it has um capability of gaining money if it has capability of being in your portfolio don't just jump on things because they're going to give you a hundred percent pump you know jump on it because you like it number one the tech that's going to keep you involved and then from there do your diligence as far as investing prowess if this is going to make sense you know um if you're going to use these tokens like make sure that the first initial um reason you're investing is because you like the tech right if you're doing your diligence and research and you like the tech, more than likely hundreds and thousands of other people will do the same thing. And therefore, there goes your gains. But make sure you're getting in because you like the tech and it makes sense, not because you want to make money. So this is a little earlier in the month, but uh, Bitmain, which is the um, cryptocurrency mining rigs, you can buy Bitmain. Jihan Wu, he's the owner. He literally owns like half of the Bitcoin miners in the, in the world. Um, but they acquired an open source browser based on 
the Bitcoin uh, Cash Wallet Telescope. Um, I've never heard of the Bitcoin Cash Wallet Telescope. I couldn't tell you exactly what that is, but Bitmain, which I do know, they've acquired an open source browser. It's based on Bitcoin Cash. So um, look into that. Bitcoin Cash has affiliation with Bitmain and Jihan Wu and Roger Veer. Don't let that stray you, you know, your 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 attention and your your uh, research. But look into it. Uh, might mean something. Bitmain just announced they will be uh, having an IPO at some point. So you might be able to buy into Bitmain um, stock soon too. So Tom Lee, he is a crypto advisor on uh, CNBC. If you ever watch CNBC, they talk about crypto pretty much every day. Um, Tom Lee is one of the forecasters for Bitcoin price predictions. They like to use him as the uh, face of price predictions of Bitcoin when it comes to CNBC. So Tom Lee says he conducted a survey of his colleagues and that he found that 54% of the people he surveyed believe that we've seen the floor when it comes to Bitcoin price. So it's pretty much split half and half. He, he surveyed, I don't know how many people, I think he said he surveyed 30 of his colleagues. 15 of them said, you know, uh, I think we found the floor and, or 16 of them said we found the floor and 15 said, you know, we're not at the bottom yet. So I don't know what to take from that, but it's just showing you that even people that claim to be experts and people that are newbies in this and just getting in now, no one knows where this floor is. There's no way to gauge what the floor is. All you can look at is um, the the progress of the space and, and the volume coming in. It's about it. But it's split down the middle. This is hard to call. You know, we could see another year of a bear market, literally. I said this in January um, that we could see a full year of this. And I don't know how many people kept listening, uh, but if you listen to 20 other episodes after that, I kept telling you that we could see a whole year of this. And look at us, November 7th, 2018, we're still at the floor. So I told you I'm in it for the long haul. Don't matter to me. Um, if you do leave the space and you got other things to do, that's fine. Leave the space, you know, come back when you're ready. I'll be here, you know, and I'll be here to give you the info like always. But, um, you know, these experts don't know. We're more experts than they are. So I just look at it like that. I take it with a grain of salt and I keep it moving. So the Yale University Endowment, um, David Swinton, invested part of a $29.4 billion um, investment uh, capital into two cryptocurrencies focused hedge funds. So Yale, um, I wanna say MIT actually has something going too with cryptocurrency. A lot of these top universities are starting to allocate money into blockchain and cryptocurrency research. Now Yale, they're putting money into two different cryptocurrency focused hedge funds. So this is all investing involved, institutional money. Um, this is an endowment. This is where people donate money and all types of funds are, are, are collected to, to put into the ecosystem of a university. So to have 29.4 billion um, and have portions of that allocated for a hedge fund, that's a big deal. You know, Yale, MIT, Brown, you know, these type of schools, these aren't these, these people aren't dummies. Um, they see where we're headed and they want to get involved. They have to be involved or they'll or they'll fall. They'll fall. You know, the, the colleges will close, you know, things like that. So 
a school like that getting into it, that's a sign I'm on the right track. So Forbes, if you're familiar with the magazine, the uh, website, they basically touch on a lot of uh, finance and um, economy uh, articles, topics, things that have to do with Fortune 500s, big companies, big organizations, anything to do with big money. That's where Forbes is. You know, your Forbes uh, 30 under 30 type thing, you know, so Forbes is a big deal. Now, they partner with uh, Civil, uh, which is a company that will be the first organization to publish content on a blockchain. So Forbes needed a blockchain company to publish their articles and, and things um, associated with their press. And it will be the first company to have published content on a blockchain. Right. A big deal. We're talking about Forbes on the blockchain dealing with economy and finance all in one. Right now, it's just a topic. Soon that'll be norm. Yeah, this was about the second week of October. Uh, the Bitcoin liquid sidechain is released and it plans to handle large transactions and heavy volumes for the financial institutions. So this Bitcoin liquid uh, sidechain, uh, sidechains are in, in essence are basically um, protocols on the outside of a main chain that allow the main chain to run at full capacity while the sidechain um, sends info in and out, um, almost like a assistant. A sidechain is like an assistant to the to the main blockchain, so that the blockchain doesn't uh, use its processing power um, to process these transactions. Sidechains allow it to assist in the processing power. That way, the um, blockchain can fund or run at its full capacity. Um, so Bitcoin has needed something like a sidechain or some type of scalability feature to allow these things to happen. So Bitcoin Liquid um, just was released and this will be able to handle financial institutions money because we're talking if we have Fidelity who's coming with their financial products and JP Morgan and Charles Schwab and all these asset holding companies, if they are to get into the market, once they get in, they're going to be in every day. You know, the Bitcoin network is going to be on fire every single day. So we're going to have to have the uh, processing power and the tools already there to be able to keep this afloat so that we can generate this, you know, this machine to keep moving, to get bigger. So liquid sidechain is released, it's ready, it's waiting on these institutions. So like everybody else, we'll have to wait and see. Um, but big deal. This is a big um, update for Bitcoin. So asset bubble researcher Noriel Rubini calls crypto the mother of all scams at the U.S. Senate meeting on uh, banking and housing. So earlier in the month, this guy, Noriel Rubini, I guess he's been Dr. Doom for years. He's always predicted dumps in markets and um, things tanking here left and right. And supposedly he came out recently and said that Bitcoin's the worst one he's ever seen and that. His research has drove him to scream at the top of the heavens that Bitcoin is the worst scam he's ever seen in his life. And um, he said this in front of the U.S. Senate at uh, there's a meeting for banking and housing, something they do annually. He said this there. Um, it's funny because this guy has always talked about different asset bubbles. First time he's really got on crypto, I think um, this tough where he's gone to a US, U.S. Senate meeting and said it. But it's funny because after he said it. People hit him with flack and, you know, 
sent stuff through Twitter, but uh, he kept on, you know, he went on for a good three weeks to a month after he said these things. And it was funny because I saw a tweet of a guy saying, you know, it's, it's funny how these these uh, these know-it-alls and these uh, professionals say that it's the biggest scam ever. Never seen a bigger scam. And, and they talk about it so much. But um, I've never focused on anything I didn't like that much. Um, especially if it's a scam. If it's a scam, I'm going to tell you one time and that's it. But this guy, he's relentless with it. Makes you think that it's something behind it. So me personally, if you're a professional and you're focusing on stuff that is unprofessional, like a scam, why would you be wasting your time, especially in front of the U.S. Senate? It should be common sense that it's a scam if it is a scam. You shouldn't have to say that. Um, so it makes me think that it isn't a scam and that he's a scam. So you got to watch who you're listening to. And, um, you know, you got to do your own research because there's a lot of these people that actually really think Bitcoin is a scam. I'm talking about they'll put their life on it, that Bitcoin is a scam because they've never seen anything like this. They come from an environment where um, fractional reserve lending and, and the way the Fed works is normal to them. Not only that, they're paid by the Fed. They're paid by these big companies. They're not going to go against their boss. You know, the boss has been feeding them for years. Um, they're delusional towards it. So, of course, it's the mother of all scams to him because he's living in the mother of all scams. So anything outside of uh, traditional banking is a scam to him. So it just makes sense. You got to look at who's talking first. All right. So I told you about backed B-A-K-K-T. I told you about how I felt like backed was um, a bigger deal than the ETF, bigger than anything else. Um, it's on par now with the Fidelity uh, digital asset services that are coming. But before that, I had backed as my number one um, catalyst for the next altcoin and Bitcoin run. Now, the CEO... Or, so yeah, the Coinbase exec leaves leaves Coinbase, goes to, goes to backed. This is why people do this. It's because they want to go develop their skills somewhere else and move somewhere else. It helps them develop their, their personal career. A lot of people don't stay at the same job they're at. So that's why you're seeing a lot of men and women leave these companies and go to other ones that are up and coming. And this is the way of the world. And this is how we all get down. So the CEO of backed is now, or the executive that used to be at Coinbase is now the CEO of backed. So I'm sure he has a lot of skills and a lot of knowledge from being at Coinbase for so many years to bring that to back to get that even um, going even faster. Now, Fidelity, which is my favorite, um, I actually bank with Fidelity, believe it or not. But Fidelity launches a new company uh, called Fidelity Digital Services. This was big news last month. Big news to me. I knew this was coming a year ago. I use Fidelity a lot and I recently or last year around this time, I noticed that Fidelity implemented a, ser a service for Coinbase to be linked to your retirement account where you could see your co Coinbase amounts and you could see that within your portfolio of stocks, <clears throat> sorry, of, of stocks, 401ks, 403bs, whatever you have, you were able to link your Coinbase account to that to have all your funds tracked at the same time. At first I thought, ah, oh, it's just not a big deal. They're just letting you link a service through some type of you know aggregator or something but something told me okay this is the first step fidelity's coming with something and they did they're launching a fidelity digital services and they're going to handle custody and the trading of crypto which is all you really need is to be able to buy and sell crypto send it to wallets and be able to cold hold it 
somewhere or have custody over it somewhere. And the Fidelity is going to facilitate that for nearly $10 trillion, I want to say, that's in Fidelity's uh, asset holdings. Could be more, could be a little less. Um, it's somewhere around there. $10 trillion of assets um, are held within Fidelity. So imagine if 0.5%, half of 1% of all retirement accounts take a little Bitcoin and put it in there. Imagine, right? I can. Some of the biggest news last month was the addition of 0x added to Coinbase. First, it was added to Coinbase Pro. Then about a week or two later, Coinbase added it to the trading app on Android, iOS, on PC and all that, the apps for retail investors. But this is something that I hinted at a couple months ago on the podcast. I said, zero X basic attention tokens should be one of the first two. More than likely zero X will be the first because of it having the protocol on GDAX, which used to be, or actually on Coinbase Pro, which used to be GDAX. They're using the zero X protocol to implement ERC 20 trading on that platform. So it was easy to call zero X as one of the next coins to be added. And there it was, it was added on the Coinbase. So now you can trade, trade and sell zero um, X at any time on either app, uh, Coinbase Pro or the actual app. So BAT, basic attention token, uh, the Brave browser, um, they released a new version, which is 22% faster than the old, which is actually a big increase in speed. Um, the Brave browser, which I use on pretty much all my tablets and phones, I really like, um, sometimes I still go to Google Chrome. It's just a habit, but I, I, I tend to make sure that I click Brave and use that browser. Um, I like the basic attention token. I like the concept of being able to send money to anybody at any time for their content. Uh, when people make YouTube videos, they get demonetized for just saying one cuss word or demonetized just because they're talking about crypto or anything that YouTube and Google doesn't technically like. You know, um, basic attention token allows you to still send funds and not be um, not be suppressed by uh, the Google um, goons that are out there because there's a lot of Google goons and they will demonetize you instantly. Um, and probably are all bots anyways, but they'll demonetize you fast. And basic attention token in the browser allows you to uh, skip all that and, and be free within your transacting. So the Brave browser was released 22% faster, which is a big upgrade. The thing was already fast, but it's showing you that the basic attention token team is not only trying to start a coin and make that feasible, but it's within a browser that is actually catching on six million downloads almost now um, this thing is getting big I remember when Mozilla Firefox was just coming out we used to all use Internet Explorer and Netscape and all that but we ended up seeing Mozilla Firefox I remember seeing the little Fox and um, I was like what is that you know and I start using the browser I'm like oh this is a, this is great I love this browser and you know fast forward to today a lot of people are still using Mozilla but you know Google Chrome has stepped their thing up but as technology got better, you know, access to information became more abundant and then there goes Google suppressing it. So it was almost like they wanted us to grow with them. But then once they got we got big enough with Google, they started scaling it back. You know, they gathered as much attention as they could then they started suppressing it. So here comes Brave Browser and they sent an upgrade out. So if you haven't downloaded the Brave Browser, go download the Brave Browser. I want to say that you get five basic attention tokens when you do it. 
you can there's a wallet implemented on the actual browser where you can send and receive crypto or basic attention token go check it out go look it up on youtube research it uh, if you haven't used it it saves you time using this browser it blocks ads it blocks pop-ups and not not no uh spam blocker that's fake and it only works for a day and you got to charge your card this thing works every time it actually shows you on a ticker on the top of the screen how much time it saved you how many pop-ups is killed um how many how many uh viruses is avoided everything you can think of is on the brave browser to show you how much it's working for you so go download it if you haven't put it on your phone tablet computer put it on your mom's your grandma's your dad's and your grandpa's phone tablet and computer all your cousins, all your nieces, all your aunts, all your uncles, put it on all their phones. Just do it. Just, just find 10 people and download Brave Browser. Even if they don't use it, just download it. All right. And then they might click on it one day and they might realize how beautiful it is. So this was another rumor. And just like the rumors, you know, you want to buy the rumor, sell the news. But this is another rumor about Stellar Lumens XLM being the next one added to Coinbase. Like I said, not financial advice. No one knows when stuff's gonna be added. Um, it's, there's no way to really know these things. So we just look at evidence, we, we deep dive, we fact check to make sure that it does make sense. It's just the next thing happening. That's how we came across Zero X. We've seen the affiliation with Zero X, how they've tweeted about Coinbase and how they like Coinbase. They like what they're doing. Um, there's affiliation with workers that worked it for Zero X that work at Coinbase now and vice versa. So we've seen them tweet each other over the last year. We've seen different things to show that they liked each other. It wasn't hard to call that one. You know, it was like almost like a match made in heaven. And then we heard about Xerox being the protocol on the GDAX platform, which is Coinbase Pro now. So next one is the rumor of XLM being added to Coinbase. Cardano was on the list also. I don't really see Cardano being added yet. Um, there's a fallout between developers on Cardano. I don't think they would add Cardano right now just because of they, they still haven't finished all of their implementation of roadmaps and stuff like that. So they have a little way out, but I think Cardano is on the way to Coinbase. Um, Zcash was another one rumored. Zcash has its privacy uh, capabilities and, and aspects to it, which I think will be the reason why it won't be added yet. Um, before regulation, I can't see a privacy coin being added to Coinbase yet. Uh, before regulation but after i could see it being on there so it only leaves us to xlm star lumens star lumens has impeccable impeccable record um i don't think xrp will be added before stellar lumens i don't even think xrp will be added but um i think xlm is 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 the good version of xrp and if you want xrp on uh coinbase we'll just buy stellar lumens because that's what's coming next you know, I got XLM, XLM going on there, not financial advice, but that's just the info I've been looking up and what it's looking like. So just wanted to say happy birthday to Bitcoin. Bitcoin was officially 10 years old on October 31st. The white paper was doctored up um, 10 years ago, a couple days back. So I celebrated Bitcoin's 10 year old birthday. It's now double digits. We're almost in the teen years. You know how Bitcoin gets when it gets in the teens. You know, the puberty starts hitting and, you know, emotions are running wild. So we're at 10 years old. So we got a little time before we start hitting puberty. But happy birthday to Bitcoin. You made it to 10 years. We love you. You know, you've done a lot for the environment. You've done a lot for the people. Um, we salute 
Satoshi, whoever you are, wherever you are, um, whomever you are. And we hope that uh, we can see 20 years old. 10 years from now, I'll be able to talk to you guys and say, I remember when Bitcoin was 10 years old. I remember when you were just a little boy, right? So hopefully Bitcoin can grow up to be 21 if we can go out to drink together. Because I think by the time Bitcoin's 21 years old, I'll be able to go to the bar anywhere I want and I'll be able to buy beer with BTC. You know, so on Bitcoin's 21st birthday, hopefully we can do that. That's 11 years from now. I think it'll happen faster than that. But if all else fails, hopefully by 21st birthday, Bitcoin will be able to buy beer. So this actually happened today. That's pretty much all for the October news. But today um, we had election day yesterday. So everybody knows election day in America, election day in my state of California. Um, yes, I am a Californian, uh, believe it or not. But our governor, our new governor, Gavin Newsom, is actually pro crypto. Um, he's when he campaigned in 2014, he explained how people could send Bitcoin to his campaign and that he was pro crypto. He wanted to push Bitcoin to the masses and that he felt Bitcoin was the solution to a lot of economy problems, especially in California. You know, we have economy problems. So he was the first one to voice it um, in our state capital. And he was just elected governor last night. So, you know, good job, Gavin. You know, we we're saluting you. Hopefully you can bring this to the forefront of California's legislative uh, branch and, and get this stuff put in the, into works. You know, I'm backing him. You know, I like this dude. So um, not only that, he has good policies. I feel like California gets a bad rap because everybody thinks we're Hollywood, but um, we could branch off and be our own state or country. That's for sure. Um, there's a lot of things we can do. To me, California is one of the only states where you can surf, ski in the same day. You know, I could ride up to the mountain, go, go, go skiing. And in an hour and a half, I can go to the beach and surf in totally different weather. So, you know, we have all the abundance of weather, um, agriculture, entertainment, you know that, um, um, athletic, uh, sports, uh, colleges, um, scholastics, anything to do with that. Um, California is big when it comes to that. So a lot of regulation and laws and, and, um, different processes need to go down, uh, to get California back on track. Um, and I think Bitcoin can help that. So our new governor, Gavin Newsom is pro crypto. He's crypto friendly and he was elected last night. And also a governor in Colorado, who I'm not familiar with, was also a pro-crypto governor, and he was elected too. So the two big states that are also weed friendly elected two pro-crypto uh, governors last night. So a big round of applause for everybody that voted. Thank you. We appreciate that. Um, let's 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 get the ball rolling. Let's show the rest of America how we actually do it. So last piece of news. Um, Apple Podcasts, Apple iTunes, they banned a crypto podcast after it reached top five in the finance category. Um, uh, Pump, I want to say his name is, uh, his podcast was mysteriously deleted today. Um, today, it happened today. Um, people don't know why it was deleted, but it was in the top five of finance. It, it rose fast to the top five of finance. People were listening to it, downloading, um, and then... It was deleted randomly. Uh, rumor is that it's back up, but it was down for a day. Um, don't know if they put it back up because of 
uh, the flack they were catching. I mean, there could have been some people that said they're they're cutting their iTunes just because of it. Um, so it's just showing you that it could have been a mistake, but I highly doubt it. But it's showing you that there's higher powers involved that don't want everybody to know about this yet. You know, um, a crypto podcast being listened to on Apple is helping Apple. That's more listeners. That's more viewers. If someone's on iTunes downloading the podcast, chances are some of them might go buy an iPhone or go buy a new piece of Apple equipment or service. So why would you want to ban a podcast that's popular unless it's detrimental to you or companies you're involved with or banks you're involved with? Or it was a simple mistake and it just happens because they did put the podcast back up. So I doubt they'll ban me yet because I'm not that big. You know, hopefully I could be big enough to get banned. You know, that'd be pretty cool. Not really, but you know, I'd be like, oh, okay, they don't really like me. That's cool. But you know, I'm looking at it like, this is the tail sign that we are all on the right track. You know, um, when people are, are telling you you're doing something wrong and you've researched and you've grinded and done the diligence to make sure that you're safe and that you're doing the right thing. And someone that has no insight or any knowledge about what is even going on, you know, um, is telling you you're wrong. You almost just gotta laugh, you know, if you even give them any attention. I wouldn't give them no attention. Um, it's a waste of time. Um, if I was, you know, so now nah, I won't even get on it, but just always follow your, your, your heart, follow your research, follow your intuition, follow your sound mind, and more likely you'll be right over uh, naysayers um, a lot of naysayers are know-it-alls and most know-it-alls don't know anything so um we're too busy talking you can't be learning if you're talking so uh you know always remember that you know when you have these these fake people out there trying to tell you that bitcoin's fake you know they're fake and with that that was basically 30 news clips in 30 minutes i hope you guys didn't fall asleep i hope you were still paying attention you know, I just wanted to come back and give you guys something solid. But before I go, I just wanted to update you on the DCA, the dollar cost average. Remember, I was dollar cost averaging from the beginning of the year. I'm doing Icon ICX, which I met my goal last month. So that's off to the side. I replace ICX with NEO and I'll be DCA in, which is dollar cost average, buying a set amount every week or month consistently, no matter the price buying into a certain coin that I like, you know, because it's harder for me to take $500 and throw it into a coin. I don't have that type of money. So I go in at a set amount, specific times, you know, and I try not to miss it. It showed me over the last year, if you listen to one of my first podcasts, I want to say the first podcast where I talked about the dollar cost average, I told you I had nothing at that time. Now, fast forward 11 months, I'm beyond where I thought I'd be as far as holdings, and I'm moving on to new coins before the year is even over, even in the bear market, which allowed me to obtain these coins. And that's why I did it, because I knew the bear market was coming and, and I bought in. So NEO has been replaced, or ICX, sorry, has been replaced with NEO. We're gonna dollar cost until the end of the year on NEO. NEO's at a price point that I always wanted to get in at. I wanted to buy Ant shares when I, when I first heard about it. I was being lazy and slacking. You know, um, and I, I missed my uh, mark on that one. By the time I was able to buy Neo, it was $32, you know, but I saw Neo at under five bucks when it was Ant shares. So I had my chance, you know, and 
I didn't imagine what crypto could do that fast and I paid for it, but it's not happening again to me. So Neo's at a price point that I'm loving. I want to get back into it. Um, it's had a little FUD recently, but um, they just helped me buy lower. Um, I really like Neo's um, um, their roadmap and what they're trying to do. They are becoming more decentralized over time. People, some people don't like Neo because of centralization, but some cryptos are going to have to be that in the beginning. You know, you can't just jump out on a limb like that and hope that everything takes care of itself, especially when you're Neo coming out of China. All right. So just keep that in mind when you're investing in certain coins. Realize where they're don't look at what they are now. Look at what they're trying to be. And how does the roadmap make sense going towards that? So, like I said, Neo will be the new one. The next one is XLM Stellar Lumens. I'm a dollar cost into this and this is to be determined. I don't know when I'll stop if I ever do. And same with Cardano ADA to be determined when I stop. Not sure. You know, this is more of an accumulation phase. Um, I'm just doing my research, making sure that everything is 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 uh, fine tuned, uh, making sure that uh, developers and all this news that's coming out is positive. Anything that is negative, I look into it. Does it mean anything as far as fundamentals or is this just a blip on the radar? You know, is this just something like a speed bump? If it is, it doesn't bother me. Um, until I see something that is substantial, then that's when I might offset that money into something else. But until then, I'm riding to the till the end. Um, I check the roadmaps and I'm making sure that these roadmaps that I looked at in January are still holding true today. You know, check those out. Check the partnerships and everything else involved with that. Make sure that these partnerships are actual partnerships. Make sure it's not just some fake news that was put out to pump the price. All right. Dollar cost into your coins and you should be fine. You know, I'm making this episode on November 7th. I'm going to come back again, November 7th, 2019, around this time. And I'm going to show you guys dollar cost average again. You know, and it sounds crazy a year from now. But if you were listening to the first episode, I'm pretty sure it sounded crazy when I said I'll be talking to you in December. If this bear market runs a whole year. I've been talking to you every single month, pretty much every other week, at least, if not once a week. I'm talking to you every every week to give you motivation to stay on the track. All right. If you want to escape that corporate plantation, if you want to escape that that solitude of work that you have, um, that you're stuck in, um, you know, this is, might be a way for you. Some people like to do that. You know, whatever's your passion or whatever you want to do, you should need to go do it. This is the time to do it, right? So these are just my closing thoughts, just some advice and motivation, you know, suggestions for you guys. Always remember to keep networking. Reach out to me if you guys need any advice, not financial, personal advice or something along the lines, something that can help you in the crypto journey, you know, motivation, anything like that. I kind of get motivated by motivating. So, you know, reach out to me. You know, it's a win-win for both of us. You know, if anybody wants to collab on a, on a video, um, I know I haven't showed my face or anything, what I look like, shouldn't matter. You know, I'm giving you good knowledge, but if anybody wants to do a collab on video, podcast, um, page, anything online, um, any, if you want to meet up, if you're local in California, you want to meet up, let's set it up. Send me a DM on the Instagram, crypto underscore Cali, or on the Twitter, same thing, or on the Facebook, send me a private message. DM me on the IG page. Let me know. Um, let me know what you want to do. If you have suggestions on what I should do, future content. If you have some constructive criticism on my podcast, let me know. I don't care. You know, I'm doing this for free. So, of course, I'm not going to be the best. And, of course, you know, I want help. So, if you have something to let me know, let me know. Don't be shy. Reach out. You know, I, 
I haven't had too many people reach out, but I have had some people reach out and, and we've developed relationships since then. And we're pretty much crypto friends now. We just haven't met in person yet. So just know I'm in it with you. Um, I do this to help. I do this to motivate us to get this thing ball rolling, you know, so always keep in mind um, cryptocurrency is a uh, blockchain based uh, currency and you want to make sure your life is marrying that same thing. Don't get into the space to make the moonshot money. All right. I know you hear it all the time. You, everybody don't get into it to make this money because I promise you the people that get into it to make money will lose the money. All right. And if you're young and you're hearing this and you've never invested ever, stop right now before you ever buy any Bitcoin. Go and go look up traditional markets. Look up how this stuff works. Look up how um, markets work, you know, cyclical markets. Make sure you know what's going on. Um, reach out to other people. I don't know that much. I'm just giving you what I know. So if I'm missing stuff, go reach out and get it. YouTube, Google, pull out the computer, get it done. No excuses. You know, everybody wants to spend all this money and do all these things, but they don't want to put it into work. All right. I get passion out of working. The byproduct of working is what? A paycheck. You know, so get into something you like. If you're not into crypto like that, just put your money in and forget about it. Go do something else. You know, um, just words of advice. I love to give you guys this info. I really appreciate you guys tuning in. Sorry for the delay. I will be back next week. Um, check the Instagram story. It never stops. You know that. Um, giving out solid news, tips, funny memes, advice, uh, clips, all type of things. Um, you can check me, Crypto underscore Cali. Search it on Google. This podcast is Crypto Cali Nights. Search that on Google. You can listen on Spotify, Podcasts, um, Google Podcasts, iTunes, any podcast app that you have. If you search Crypto Cali Nights, Cali with a K, I will pop up. All right. That being said, really appreciate you guys. I'll see you next time. Peace.